listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and we're coming to you from Tasmania right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am you can hear what the Bible says about past, current and future events. You can learn how to study the Bible more effectively. You can get to know who God is, why we're here and where we're going. And you can experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host Jason Cook and today we have David Leo joining us. Welcome David. Hello, thank you Jason. I will say happy Wednesday, but uh, yeah. it's Sunday today. <laughs> well, it's Sunday for us, but uh, Wednesday for everyone else who's uh, listening to this uh, uh, live for them. It's, uh, mm, it's not... a happy Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> happy Wednesday. We hope uh, it's the middle of the week. We hope it's been a good week for you so far. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful day down here on uh, Sunday, that's for sure. It's, it sure is. And uh, it's nice to uh, see the sun shining, even though it's a bit cool down here in winter, but we've had some nice sunny days lately, so... Mm. Uh, David, you were telling me that you travelled up to the northwest, up to Penguin on the weekend. Tell us a little yeah. bit about that. Second weekend in a row. Last week was the rally, youth rally, and this week, uh, last week, the school that I used to work as a chaplain at Northwest Christian School had a what they call a week of spiritual emphasis. So the whole week, Monday to Friday, they get a, the speaker in, and uh, they have basically a a worship or a chapel every single day and it's and we make it a huge event so it can be impressed upon the kids that you know this is a, a special time for you and so they had a guest come through from adelaide um and uh he came and did some talks and talked about the plan of salvation and i just went in on friday to um you know offer my support to the chaplain and also let the kids know hey you know we're right behind this you know we want to make this this is important these things are important to us and um and, and yet they're important to, to us as well. Our children are really important to us, and they made some huge decisions. Mm. Uh, you said you saw the Instagram, you know, like so the results that came from. Yeah, I saw some pictures. The, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, praise the Lord. So thankful for that. Now I'm I'm really happy when when kids report that's the first time they've heard the plan of salvation that Jesus, you know, about Jesus. You know, that that's that's why I love how well our school we've got schools out there that teach about Jesus. But yes, yeah, so I was up there again. Um, Left on early Friday morning with my my youngest, and just came back yesterday. Uh, came back on Saturday evening, so I stayed there for uh, a Northwest Regional where all the Northwest churches of um, Tasmania come together and have worship together, and you know, uh, able to report and they basically celebrated the week of spiritual emphasis together. And it was a real real excitement because uh, you know you had the kids tell us what they learned and um, also. Uh, we heard testimonies from some high schoolers telling their, telling us what what they uh, what they were blessed with during the week, and I was just yeah, just a real real highlight. Awesome, really, yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. And you're telling yeah. you're telling me that um, you got up early to leave, and uh, you also uh, saw a, a nice sunrise on the way up. As yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, you know, we left at five o'clock from home, and then. Halfway, halfway up to northwest, you know, the sun sun was uh, making an appearance, and the colours in the sky were just amazing. You know, my my little son was he's like, "Dad, look at that! Look at the colours! It's beautiful!" Said, yeah, you know, first we saw stars, you know, like just the clear sky with these bright stars. Mm. <laughs> and my son's asking, "Why did God use stars to talk to Abraham about stars, Dad?" You know, mm. like. Because is, is it because there's so many? I went, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he got it. Answered your own question, and then later on, it's dad. Look at the colours of the, the sun. You know, so it was like man, just like gift, gift after gift. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, and that, you know, if you haven't been to Tasmania, oof, 
you gotta you gotta check it out. Yeah, and you do see the stars here, um, different to some other places because uh, we often have very very clear skies here, so and mm. uh, not so many lights around. Uh, David, that sort of fits well in with the sure uh, title of today: Christ as our Creator. We we acknowledge that Christ created our universe, He created the stars, and He created us, and so mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about that today. Um, just uh, to kick us off, though, do you want to give us a quick review of last week where we just um, – or a, a review of uh, what this program is all about, this series, yeah, ab- Seven Roles of Christ? You know, it's amazing. When I was there at the cha- um, for the week of worship, uh, week of spiritual emphasis on Friday, and then also yesterday when the, our guest speaker was preaching, he actually touched on this Bible verse that we've been talking about, the key verse, John 17, verse 3, which says, Now this is eternal life, to know God. And his only son, Jesus Christ. Mm. Right? And he, that, that was his key verse. You know, so the importance of knowing Jesus, because Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And that's what we're doing. And basically, um, I'm using this model that was um, taught to me. And uh, this model breaks down uh, the uh, Jesus' roles into seven parts, seven roles of Jesus Christ. And uh, so far, I've, I've, I've been using this model for I'll say the last 20 years. And so anytime I read scripture or I hear scripture or somebody's teaching, I try, in my head, I'm trying to work out which role of Christ is this person speaking about? What role of Christ is the Bible talking to me about? Sometimes it's two roles. And, um, why we're doing this is because we start to learn about Jesus on a more intimate level. And that's what we want to do. We want to get to know Jesus very, very closely. Mm. And so we're starting with our, um, you know, and it's interesting, you know, I was thinking about this, about the human nature. You know, uh, quite often we, when we hear one thing, let's say, for example, we talk about left and right. If we talk about the left all the time, we start thinking that we're discriminating against the right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then vice versa. You know, it's like, it's like when we're having a family worship and, um, my kids start, you know, like my kids start thanking my wife for, I don't know, whatever she did, she, you know, she does heaps of stuff, but she might have done something extra special that week. And so the, all the kids say, Mom, I just want to thank you, blah, blah. And there's this nature in me, the sinful nature that starts saying, well, what about me? You want to say something about me as well? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's not, it's not about me right now. It's, you know, yeah. it's, they're, they're talking about the, but there's that thing, you know, and so when it comes to, when it comes to the roles of Christ, even though, you know, we do it to each other, but when it comes to the seven roles of Christ, we can be quite biased. You know, we like, we, we can like one particular role about Christ and not like the other, right? For, so for today, we're talking about creator. Mm. That, you know, to me, I'm just, I'm excited just thinking about it. But we will have, probably have a bias on that over something else. You know, for, for example, one of the roles we're talking about is Jesus as our judge. You know, we don't want to think about that. Like most people are like, I don't want to be judged. <laughs> you know, but the fact is the Bible talks about Jesus being a judge, you know, so talking about all these seven roles, um, doesn't mean one's bigger than the other. All we're doing is we're accepting that Jesus is all these things, and that puts us in a position of, well, you know, I, I need to accept this. How do I do that? You know, because it's up to me now. It's up to me now how I come into this relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm. This is the way. This is this is the power that He has. This is who He is. This is the mercy and grace that He has. How do I receive Him? You know, and so that that puts the the ball in our courts, I suppose. And so when it comes to talking about Jesus as our creator, <clears throat> beyond trying to prove uh, the, you know, the theory of evolution versus creation, beyond trying to pit all the uh, scientific theories uh, against each other, the main thing I want to focus on here is 
that the word of God, the, the literal, the literal sound of the voice of Jesus, is powerful. Mm-hmm. It, it changes. If you know the story of creation, when when he speaks, what happens? Uh, things are created. Mm. Yeah, and it, I don't know about you, Jason, but I've I've tried using my imagination with things like that. Like you know, as a kid, I tried to imagine, oh. Um, you know, after watching Willy Wonka, oh, you know, a massive room of chocolate, you know, mm. doesn't happen, you know, but I just imagine, you know, wow, what happens if we said something, it just happened, you know, and Jesus has the power to say something and it appears, you know, like you, you can, you can probably, um, you can probably see how other people have, have used it by using CGI and all mm. their imaginations or special effects on movies and things like that, but trying to think of it and Realistic terms happening right in front of you. Wow, you know, I just think, man, how does that? How does that come together? Like when he made, you know, when he, when he just said, um, "Let there be light." You know, like I know what I know what it looks like when you turn the light on. You know, and your eyes are squinting. You're like, mm. that bright. But you know, when Jesus said, "Let there be light," and Jesus said, "Let there be water." You know, like <laughs> what does it look like? You know, like you just. I, I, I try to imagine myself there, but you, the, the the whole point that I want to get get to today, which I believe is why we need to know Jesus is is the Creator, is the fact that His Word is all powerful, which means that the 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 person behind the Word is a great authority, hmm. right? Yeah. So, so that this is this is the this is the uh, the crux that we want to get to. This is the bottom line: is Jesus is that powerful that His Word is what he says goes mm. right it's it, um i can we look at this verse please yeah. uh, jason Isaiah 55 verse 9 to 11 it says for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts for as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there but water the but water the earth making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it Mm. shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Wow. Mm. And so straight from the the Bible, Mm. it says when his word leaves his mouth, it's going to do something. It's going to achieve its purpose. So, there's no, there's no uh, words that are wasted. Now, the words of Jesus, they do something, they mean something, they grow something, and everybody eats according to Isaiah 55, mm. <laughs> verses 9 to 11. And so that, that's what we want to go to, to say the word of Jesus is powerful, and that means that he's an all-powerful power, authority. Mm. Yeah. Amen. We've got a listener question for you today. What is your favorite Bible promise? We'd love to hear from you today. Text us in, even though this is a not a live program. Uh, it's a recorded program, but I will uh, watch uh, your messages. I will watch out for them, and I'll respond. So uh, maybe we can share some of these on our next program next week. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, what's your favorite Bible promise right now? Text us in on 0488-880-891. This uh, first song, it's called The Image, oh, sorry, In the Image of God by Sunset Worship. And uh, as we know, we were created in the image of God. So it's a great song. Breathe and life begins in me. Perfect and complete. 
You're listening to Tasmania Encounters on Faith FM, and uh, we're coming to you from Tasmania. And this is uh, our program called "The Seven Roles of Christ" with David Leo. And today we're we're talking about Christ as our Creator. And we asked you a question before the break. It was, "What is your favourite Bible promise right now?" What's yours, David? Um, I want to go. With, <laughs> I want to go with Deuteronomy. I think it's Deuteronomy 31, verse, uh, I almost says Deuteronomy 31, but it says, be strong and courageous. Ah, yes. Uh, from, from, um, always with you, and it's, I'll never leave you, nor forsake you. That's yeah. my, yeah, actually, that's my, that's my favorite promise right now, and it's one that I've been <clears> claiming for a long time, and I do encourage you to put in your, bring in your text, because, uh, this is how we encourage one another mm. with the, with the promises from God. What about you, Jason? Um, I, I think my favorite promise, um, that has sustained me for, uh, through difficult times, uh, it's found in Hebrews and it says, uh, well, this is the last part of the verse. So I will never leave you nor forsake you. Nor forsake you. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's quoting the one that I just said. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's Paul. Uh, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. I love, I love those promises. But you know, how much do we need that? How much do we need to know that mm-hmm. in the, the loneliest of times where you think, man, no one's around <laughs> to help me out. And then that promise, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'm with yeah. you always yeah. to the end of the age. You know, that's a, these are great promises. We're actually, we're actually doing what we're doing right now, Jason. And hopefully our listeners will do that as well when they text in. We're, we're actually, we're actually, um, uh, practicing what I want to talk about, about the word of Jesus, how it's, how it's, uh, powerful and creative and continues to be what we need to, at this very day, at this very time. We need the word of Jesus, you know, mm. so, and, and, and what we've just done then is we've encouraged each other because of the word of God, mm. right? That, that's, that, that's, uh, that's what we're going with today. Jesus is the creator. I've, I've found in my life, David, that so many times when things get difficult for whatever reasons, and I've you know been through a few challenging times in my life, it's those promises that uh, that keep me going and that keep my faith, and uh, ultimately they they pull you through. Yeah, the, the words yeah, no. the words are powerful. If we say them, if we repeat them, if we embrace them, they are powerful. Yeah, and there's a reason for that. Mm. <laughs> there's a reason for that. We just talked about in the last section that mm. when when Jesus created this world, for those of us that uh, believe and understand and have faith in the Bible account of how the world was created, and like I said before, and I've I've had to wrestle with my imagination on how that works because you know I've seen um, I've seen my dad make a doghouse. We made a doghouse together. I've seen that get created. You know, I've seen. Um, I've seen how to make uh, crates where we collected fruit. I've seen, I've seen certain, I've made a go-kart before, you know, mm. like <laughs> I've seen those things get created, but we put everything together. We got raw materials, put it together, but never have I seen something come out of thin air. You mm. know, someone say go-kart and there it is, boom, mm. <laughs> Fijo a tree. And there it is, you know, like, oh, wow. That, that really, that really makes my mind just go, that's beyond beyond my understanding and comprehension. So, so David, um, you know, many people probably think, and we know that Jesus was born around just over 2,000 years ago, and uh, and yet we are calling him our creator. How can it be that um, that he is our creator when he was only born 2,000 years ago and the earth has been here a lot longer than that? So, um, yeah. yeah. That's a good question. That question's been thrown to me so many times, you know, when doing studies and things like that. And, you know, it's interesting in John eight fifty eight when Jesus is having a a to and fro with the the Jewish leaders, 
and he says something that just makes them so angry. They accuse him of blasphemy. He says, before Abraham was, I am. Mm. Right? And those two words he uses, I am, it, it references way back to Moses, when Moses went to the tree and he said, who do I say sent me? You know, like, to, I'm talking to a burning bush. <laughs> this voice that's talking to me, who do I say they sent me? And the voice says, I am who I am, you know? And, and he's like, whoa, okay. So that's it's the I am that sent me, you know? And Jesus says, before Abraham, which is the father, is the father of all you guys, that you claim that Abraham's your father, he says, I am. And so he was basically telling them, I am God, right? I am I am that, you know? So Jesus, uh, when we look at uh, um, the plan of salvation, which is why it's important to look at the seven roles of Christ, he was there from the very beginning. Uh, John 1, verse 1 to 3. We could read John 1, verse 1 to 3, please, Jason. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him not anything made that... Sorry, let me read that again. And without him was not anything made that was made. Yeah. So 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 nothing was made without... Uh, without the word, the word. Which, and this is indicating that uh, it's Jesus. Yeah, when you, when you read the read, read the rest of John chapter one, you do um, mm. it does qualify yes. who the word is. Mm. And what an interesting what an interesting word to use, right? Word. Mm. <laughs> it's like a like a spoken word. You know the um, the Greek word there is logos, mm. and, and and it's deep. There's a lot of things that go behind that. Um, but yeah, John uses that word intentionally, right? And it says that how many things were created through him and all by things, him? All things. All things, mm. right? All things were created. Uh, actually, there's, there's another Bible verse, Colossians 1, verse 16 and 17. One of my, one of my favorites, Colossians um, 1, verse 16 and 17. It, it talks about how, uh, again, it says, in him, all things consist, right? So things are created through Jesus, all things, but then all things hold together because of Jesus, Right, Jesus as Creator. This is this is incredible stuff. But Jesus was right there in the beginning, mm. and it's the words when Jesus speaks, and it's the same thing when Jesus spoke at creation and things just appeared. When Jesus chose and voluntarily became a human being, and he walks around and he speaks, people that tuned in to the voice of Jesus, they were either healed, encouraged, uh, transformed. And so the words of Jesus continue to be all-powerful even when he was on earth, right? There's something about the voice of Jesus that changes things. And, and, and like I said, you know, like, like I said, my, my imagination, Jason, you, you appreciate music, right? Mm. I, I, uh, if, you could, if you could visualize sound, you know, I, I visualize the frequency of Jesus' voice when it leaves his mouth and this wave of sounds come out. And wherever the wave hits, things appear, mm. right? Mm. And, and there have been times where I've listened to music. You know, when somebody s- sings the gospel, there's a combination of <laughs> there's a combination of beautiful music being composed and a message of Jesus coming through as well. Mm. And you can literally you can literally feel being uplifted. You know, just like wow, you know. It's speaking to me. This music is encouraging me and changing me, mm. you know. And and uh, I just imagine Jesus' voice like that. I yeah. wonder, have you heard of cymatics, Jason? 
I hadn't, and and uh, when I saw you uh, write this down in your notes, I thought, ah, oh, I wonder what that is, and so I looked it up. <laughs> well, what, did you, what did you find? It's the study of sound, but in particular in relation to the physical uh, manifestation of the sound. So it's the actual the vibrations of the sound that that happen in the air and and to the materials that it hits and things like that. Yeah. Is that and right? If you, yeah, did you get a chance to watch some YouTube videos? No, on I haven't. No, I just, so I just looked up the definition. Yeah. It's fascinating. So to imagine a flat surface, like a, a flat black surface, probably, you know, um, three inches by three inches, right? Mm. And um, there's there's uh, vibrations underneath it. Mm. That, that So as they change the, the, the sound, these symmetrical shapes take place on the plate. They yes. turn from stars to circles to all these amazing patterns just coming through the frequency. Yeah. And they've done all sorts of things. They've done it with the plates and, and sand. They've done it with water. You know, there's a stream of water going through, changing the sound. They've done it with fire. And it has a, um, the sound has a direct uh, impact on the physical the, elements that yeah. have been presented to it. Yeah. You know, and it just goes to, it goes to show that when we hear things and we, Whatever we expose ourselves to, it has a direct impact on the way we think and the way we feel and the way we act. Mm. You know, and so we, when we have the Creator's voice, imagine, mm. yeah? imagine what happens there. So it reminds me um, of uh, you know when Jesus spoke and, and raised Lazarus from the dead, and mm. of course in the future uh, he's going to speak mm. again. So. Yes, anyway, we'll, yeah. we'll come back and talk more. But uh, our listener question today, what's your favourite Bible promise? We'd love to hear from you. Do text us in on 0488-880-891. We've got a free book offer coming up soon. Uh, we'll give you more information about it, but uh, the title is There's More to Jesus. So do stay tuned, and we'll get you more information about that shortly. This is Word of God Speak by Mercy Me. Finding myself at a loss for words And the funny thing is, it's okay The last thing I need is to be heard But to hear what you would say You pour down like rain, washing my eyes to see your majesty. To be still and know that you're in this place. Please let me stay and rest in your holiness. Word of God, speak. Finding myself in the midst of you Beyond the music, beyond the noise All that I need is to be with you And in the quiet, hear your voice 
is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith of M, and today we're speaking with David Leo. We're looking at the seven roles of Christ, and today we're looking at Christ as Creator. Uh, before the break, uh, David, we've been talking about uh, how powerful God's voice is, Jesus, the mm. voice of Jesus is, and uh, I mentioned that uh, even when... He spoke and Lazarus came back to life. You know, that shows yeah. the power and we know that uh, he's going to speak again um, at the second coming and many will come back to life. <laughs> that's so encouraging. Yeah. yeah. I love beautiful. that connection. Mm. Yeah. And that's the power of the voice of Jesus, you know. Mm. And we'll just talk in the last section as well that um, about cymatics, the study of cymatics that, uh, you know, uh, I think it was a physician. Yeah, physics. Um, who came up with this study of how the sound uh, has a direct impact on physical elements. Mm. And I truly believe it has a direct impact on us, you know, as, as physical beings, as beings that can think and feel, you know. I, um, when we, whatever we expose ourselves to and, and the words that we hear has a direct impact on us. Mm. You know, I think, of, uh, I think of children that have told me how they grew up being mocked or, you know, put down by their parents, you know, and, and they grow up to be kids that don't have much confidence. Mm. You know, and it's no wonder because, you know, what, what they've been hearing and um, just a whole heap of negativity. And then on the flip side, you know, kids that have been around environments where they're encouraged, you know, they're, um, they're, they have a, a healthy, constructive criticism from people and you know, they, they grow up with a, with a very different type of confidence. And so with, with us, there's no doubt there's no doubt um, that the things that we hear and that we listen to have a direct impact on how we think and behave. Mm. You know, because what's that? What's that saying, Jason? Our thoughts become actions, and our actions become habits. Something along those lines. Mm. So, you know, if, if we're if that's if that's the case, then what should we what should we be listening to, and what should we be hearing? I, f- I feel like I'm quoting David Maxwell now in his series. You know. <laughs> Are you listening? Are, are you, you listening? listening? Yeah. yeah. Or what are you listening to? <laughs> yeah. Well, what are you listening to? That's mm. right. Yeah. But and, this, and here it is because what we what we're talking about is uh, faith, <laughs> mm. right? What we're talking about is faith, having faith in God's word. And you said, you said earlier in the last section, you said, um, 
things that encourage you in in times of um, you know times that you've struggled is is listening to God's word mm. and the promises are powerful. The promises, yeah, and, and and what happens there is you put aside your thoughts, mm. right? You, mm. you 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 put aside your thoughts and say, no, it's God's thought that matters, right? And what you're doing is you're removing yourself from your throne <laughs> mm. <laughs> and saying, I don't belong there. Jesus belongs there. And I'm going to listen to what Jesus says, right? And so that promise, like the one we talked about, uh, Deuteronomy, and you went to Hebrews, um, the same promise, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Mm. Our thoughts will say this. When we're, on, when, we're, when we're on the throne of our own thoughts, we say to ourselves, nobody's there for me. I'm alone. Mm. Um, nobody cares, you know, and all these types of things. But when you remove yourself from the throne and you put Jesus there, Jesus says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Mm. Jesus says, I'm with you always. Mm. Jesus says, cast your burdens because I care for you. Right? Cast your burdens unto me for I care for you. Mm. Right? And, uh, oh, here's another great promise that I've, that I've, uh, quoted a lot. It says, it says, uh, if you come unto me, I will in no wise cast you out. Mm. Right? Anyone that comes to Jesus. And so as soon as you put Jesus on that throne, well, what you're doing is saying his word is more powerful than mine, you know, and in essence, he has authority, not me. Mm. Right? And this is this is the this is where the dilemma happens with us as humans, because the moment we say we believe Jesus as a creator, <clears throat> we are saying that he has authority over me. <laughs> We're now saying I am accountable to my Creator, you know, and that's uh, that's always hard when the world's telling you you seek your own happiness, you know, you and, only and live the, once, and the power is all within you, and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 even even the things that I'm talking about. I heard myself saying something in the first section where, um, when the word of Jesus goes out, things just appear, you know, and I and I um, I've I've heard a lot of. Um, What's it called? It comes from a, a book called The Secret. It was, it was a massive thing. Oprah made it big years ago. Do you remember hearing about The Secret? Yeah, but, I do recall. Yep. And, and the, the Secret has this very popular notion, which is very counterintuitive, very counter to what the Bible says. But it says, when you believe something and you say it over and over again, it will manifest itself. You know? I believe I will pass my exams, I will pass my exams, I will pass my exams. I won't study, but it's going to manifest itself when I get to my studies, you know. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to get a job. I'm going to, you know, this is the job I really want. I want to be that architect. So I'm going to manifest architect into my life, you know, without, and let the universe take me there. You know, that's a very, it's a, it's a, a that's all the powerful things. I have to believe in his way. Right. His Does it make sense, Jason? Like, you know, you're putting your own desires. You know? so. Yeah, we just had an audio problem there that the audio dropped out for a little bit. So can you just repeat that? That last um, sentence that you said on my the end, last something, sentence. yeah, something just happened yeah. at my end, and I lost your audio for a bit. I was saying that that idea, which is a very popular idea now, you know, to manifest these things into your life, that's actually very counter to what um, we're talking about as Jesus created, because 
you're putting yourself on the throne yeah and saying you know yeah. like I, I have the power to do this where mm. what the bible says is jesus has the power to do it our role is to believe in the power of jesus right that jesus will make it happen mm. you know that jesus has that he's the one that when he speaks things happen yeah right yeah and so and, and to this day you know to, to this very day when we expose ourselves depending on who and where and what words we expose ourselves we become that you know um there's a i think second corinthians three eighteen. i think it is it says by beholding we become changed and so by beholding whatever you're listening to or whoever you're listening to if you listen to the the same person over and over again or you're listening to the same um you know you could be music it could be yeah, whatever it is, right? If you expose yourself to that every single day, moments, you're, you're actually doing things to your mind and your body that you're probably unawares, unawares of. You're probably thinking, why am I always thinking this way that I'm lonely? How come I always think that the world is such a terrible place? And you haven't even taken into consideration, what are you exposing yourself to? Mm. What are you listening to, right? Mm. And so every time you listen to Faith FM, or every time you're listening to scripture, every time that you're listening to somebody encouraging you with the words of God, you're actually being recreated, mm. right? We call it recreation, don't mm. we? <laughs> you're being re- recreated by the Word of God. It's constantly building you up. Mm. And um, what is that verse? That Hebrews 4 verse 12. Hebrews, yeah. Hebrews 4, verse, 4 verse 12, please, Jason. Yeah, it says, uh, For the Word of God <laughs> is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, Piercing mm. to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. Wow. That cuts deep, pun intended. Mm. Mm. And, and, you know, I love this text because it, it really does uh, speak to what the words of Jesus have done in my own life. Mm. You know, it's like, a, um, it's like a surgeon's knife. You know, the surgeon's knife, it cuts and it cuts deep, but the reason why it's cutting is to heal. Mm, yeah, <laughs> right. And that's that's <clears throat> some, the whole some, purpose. Of the- sometimes we have to cut out the bad stuff. <laughs> you did exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I, I muted for just for a oh, second. Sorry. So I can let, <laughs> okay. let out a cough. Yeah, but um, um, yeah. So some, yeah, yeah. The, it's a good model, isn't it, of the surgeon where. Uh, um, frequently we have to have surgery. You know, I've had cancer. I know what that's like. Sometimes they've got to go in and cut out a tumor or the something. Bad stuff. So, yeah. Mm. And that's, and that's what the Bible's doing, right? Mm. You know, like that's, that's where sin is within each and every one of us. And when the words of Jesus, when they hurt, they're hurting for a reason because he, he needs to remove something. Mm. And when those things are removed and he, uh, puts something new in us, you start becoming somebody that you can't even, explain anymore and I was just mm. I was telling you Jason earlier you know I remember when I, I made a commitment to Jesus friends started saying man you're different mm. you know and I couldn't I couldn't work it out even to this day I, I can't work things out all I know is oh I've been spending time with Jesus mm. <laughs> you know of course something must be different mm. Jesus must be doing something to me so that's where I just I lay my faith in that I just have faith in Jesus that he's doing good work in me and when you listen listen to his words and you Put his, put his words in action. Of course, he's going to do something in your life, and that's the encouraging thing. Expose ourselves to the the sound of Jesus' voice. Mm. Well, mm. we we need more of that, don't we? And uh, yeah, our book offer today is "There's More to Jesus." Uh, this is by Sean Brace. Explore the major facets of 
of who Christ is and what he means to us, and in turn use the lens of Christ to rediscover Scripture. Read and understood, read and understood rightly. Uh, Adventist beliefs and biblical understanding show us the fullness of Jesus, and Jesus fills theological doctrines with a beauty they were always meant to show. So that's our book offer. It's the same book offer as last week. So if you did claim it last week, uh, it's the same one, so you won't be able to claim it again. But this is uh, very relevant to our series, and so we're going to be offering this a few times. Mm. So Right now, this is There Was Jesus by Zach Williams and Dolly Parton. Every time I try to make it on my Every time I try to stand, start to fall And all those lonely roads that I traveled on There was Jesus When the life I built came crashing to the ground When the friends I had were nowhere to be found I couldn't see it then, but I can see it now Well, there was Jesus In the waiting, in the searching In the healing and the hurting Like a blessing buried in the broken pieces Every minute, every moment where I've been There was Jesus For this man who needs amazing kind of grace For forgiveness at a price I couldn't pay And I'm not perfect so thank God every day well, There was Jesus there was Jesus In the way, in the searching In the healing, in the hurting Like a blessing buried in the broken pieces Every minute, every moment Where I've been or where I'm going Even when I didn't know it I couldn't see it In the valleys There was Jesus In the shadows of the alleys There was Jesus In the fire and the floods There was Jesus Always is and always was No
Great song and uh, fits well with that uh, that verse that we talked about before that he will never leave us or forsake us. There was Jesus. Mm. He's always there with us. We're finishing our program today on Tassie Encounters with David Leo and talking about Christ as our creator. And uh, before the break, we looked at our book offer, There's More to Jesus, and here is the code that you need to use to claim a copy of this book. The code is Christ number one, no spaces, C H R I S T, and the number one, no spaces. Text that into 0488 880 We've got three copies to give away today, so do text in to claim your offer, uh, that free book offer today. David, um, <clears throat> what have you got left to cover today? Well, first of all, I want to encourage that book, you know, claim that book. I've read the book and it's. It's great. It's it's uh, it goes right in line with the series that we're doing uh, at the moment with the seven roles of Christ. Now we've just been talking about Christ as a creator, <clears throat> and I was saying I'm not going to try and argue the the evolution versus creation uh, theories. This is more about acknowledging that when we know Jesus as a creator, we we believe and understand that with the sound of Jesus' words, things appear from nothingness. Now I don't know what that looks like, but mm. Boy, you know that's that's a that's an amazing place for our mind to go. And when we understand that, what we're actually dealing with is the only when somebody can do that, you're dealing with an, an authority. You're dealing with a, a powerful person. You're dealing with somebody. You know, you imagine you imagine that you've lived in a house all your life. Food supplied, uh, clothes are supplied. Your school fees are paid for, and then at graduation, this person walks into this house and says. Hello, Jason. Um, I'm the owner of this house, and I'm the one that's been feeding you and uh, making sure your fees are paid for. You know, how how do you think you'd react, Jason, if that was if you're in those shoes? Hmm. <clears throat> this is so. So we've been benefiting from this all along, and uh, yeah. all of a sudden we've just learned as to why and how. Well, yeah, he just I turned think, up and said, "I th- I think uh, I think we'd." It'd start to make sense, you know. We, we'd uh, we'd start to appreciate what's been done for us. I would hope so. You know, mm. I, I, I I figured you would say that. You would mm. you would hope that the person will show some gratitude, right? Mm. And and this is what happens when we come to the authority of Jesus. When we realize, well, you created everything. Mm. <laughs> you, know, like you 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 put this all into into play. Like, wow, this is amazing. You know, like you have this is the uh, reaction that that you would think every human would have, mm. but. When we sit on that throne, <laughs> when we're the boss, we, we can't really make room for anybody else, you know? And uh, so Jesus is, when we acknowledge Jesus as creator, what we're actually doing is saying, you belong there, not me, mm. right? This is, this, is your, this is your place. And uh, we've come, you know, we're discussing that, um, that the words of Jesus are not there to uh, bring us down or to be tyrannical or anything like that. It actually, if it's the words of cre- our creator and we're exposing ourselves to him, he, he's actually recreating us. He's actually going to make us become something that we need to be. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, when we expose ourselves to what others, you know, what the world tells us, um, we kind of, we kind of touched on that last week, you know, um, uh, Jeremiah 9 verse 23 and 24. Was it, was it Jeremiah? Oh, I think it was Jeremiah 9, 23, 24. It says, um, do not boast in, 
your wisdom, do not boast in your riches, do not boast in your strength, but mm. boast in this, mm. that you know and understand me, right? And the world mm. tells us to boast in all those things. And Jesus is saying, if you know and understand me, you will find that that's where you'll, you'll feel fulfilled and be wholesome, right? Mm. That's where, you, that's where I understand it. And the only, re- the only way to understand it is to listen and hear his words. So it comes down, it boils down to this. Are you willing to listen to those words? And when you hear it, you know, in some things, like we said, like a surgeon's knife, it's going to cut deep. Mm. But when we allow it, when we allow it to do its work, wow, you know, you'll, you you become something that you don't even know. You wouldn't even know what to expect of yourself, right? You start doing things and and saying things, and um, you know you just you become this different person that Jesus is making yourself to be, and and you actually have a sense of joy, right? Going about it, mm. and um, this is what Jesus would have for us, giving us that that sense of purpose, the sense of uh, meaning and, and joy, and. Um, Jason, you already know this, but you know I I, I really enjoy the game of rugby. You know, like mm. well, well, I, I shouldn't say it in present tense. I think I'll die if I played right now. But <laughs> I've, I've never was, seen you play, but I've seen pictures of uh, you after a game. <laughs> oh, yeah, the touch footy with, with your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that, yeah, that's touch footy. Yeah, that's touch footy. Yeah, I, th- I don't think um, I think after one tackle now I I probably have to go to the hospital. Yeah, but um, when I was younger yes. and I was playing rugby. You know, I, I still remember there was a um, <clears throat> a specific team that we're going to play, and the coach said we had to practice this this uh, particular move. Uh, it was for it's for the forward pack or the, the big guys, and we had to we had to do this training forty minutes a day. We had to drill this one drill forty minutes every day, and it was annoying to say the least. You know, mm. um, by the time we got to our third or fourth training, we started murmuring to each other and saying, "I don't think this coach knows what he's talking about." You know, like. Why would he do this? You know, this is ridiculous. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really, I, I was, I'm, I'm really to say, I, I can't make it tomorrow. I've got something on. You know, blah blah blah, trying to make things up. But when it got to the the, the game day, uh, this team that we're playing, they were really good at something called the breakdown. They they could get to the breakdown really really quickly or the ruck, and um, they were fast at the breakdown. And the drill that the coach had us doing was to counter their quick how they quickly got to the to the breakdown. Mm-hmm. And what happened during that game was we beat them every single time, right? And we didn't have to think twice. Because you'd practiced it so many times. We had, we had drilled it so many times. The, the, the coach's voice in our ears had told us, this is where you need to be. Too mm. slow. Go faster. Mm. You're not talking to each other. Do this, you know? And by the time we got to the game, he didn't even have to shout. Like mm. the voice was already in our heads and we, you know, whoever was close, we knew what we're supposed to do. You know, we're like, we've got to get to that breakdown really quickly. And we, and we did exactly what we did in the drills. Just, you know, the, the mundane drills over mm. and over again. When, when it mattered, we were looking at each other. And at the end of the game, we, we kind of told each other, man, we shouldn't question coach anymore. Mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we need to, you know, let's just, let's just do what we're told, you know. And, and I, I often compare that moment to the mundane things of listening to the word of God every day, you know, praying every day. And, you know, just having this relationship, the mundanity of relationship, of relationships matters. Cause when, when, you know, when, when the, uh, when things get tough and the storms hit, wow, that's when, that's when all these things come into play that, wow, I am somebody that I didn't know I was, but it's because of the word of Jesus, I am who I am right now. Mm. Right. Jesus made me this way. And that's what I want to encourage everyone listening, you know, expose yourselves 
to the word of Jesus and know that he's our creator, our authority, and he belongs on that throne. Mm. And, of course, uh, he only wants uh, what is ultimately good for us. So uh, mm. when he speaks, his word speaks, uh, we we can put our trust in that, that uh, that is good for us. We don't Amen. Need, we don't need to uh, come up with our own ways of trying to make things good for us. So <laughs> that's our nature, isn't it? <laughs> make it harder for ourselves. Yeah, we do. Uh, what are you going to be talking about next week, David? Uh, Jesus as Michael. There's a controversial one. But yeah. yeah, Jesus as Michael, our, our warrior, a dragon slayer. <laughs> it's an interesting uh, topic, and I know there's um, some different opinions about this, so uh, sure. it's, a, it's a good one to look at, and uh, I'll be enjoying that with you next Wednesday live. And, of mm-hmm. course, tomorrow we've got David Maxwell and myself. We're talking about the topic of reconciliation. So do join us for that. Uh, do also remember our book offer today. There's more to Jesus. And the code is Christ and the number one, no spaces. Text that into 0488-880891. Well, thank you, David. And uh, enjoy your trip away uh, this week. Thank you. And uh, this last song, it's a beautiful song by More Than Rubies. It's called Image of God. May you encounter Jesus more today. Stepping on glass We break along life's paths Our fear and loss We bring it all to you to
This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.